Ultra. Welcome back to the Cornetto Minute, a daily podcast where we crawl our way to the bitter end of the world's end one minute at a time. I'm Scott Corelli. I'm Nick Jimenez. Today we're preparing to annihilate Minute 37, which begins with Andy seeing that Gary's mom is calling Gary's phone and ends with Gary telling young Greg that, we, that he and his friends look like they're having a good night while standing together at the urinals. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Yep. Uh, <laughs> uh, this man, is, this that- is the... This is the last not weird minute. Yeah. The last minute that could have been, that could have been, uh, I don't know, that, uh, you know, the kind of the fork in the road of the movie. Right. It's so interesting because it's also, it feels inevitable. Right. Sure. Like, what else could this movie have been about if not this? Right. (laughs) It's true. Um, But uh, this is the last time. And I think we we say Greg... uh, not I, are are we positive that this is Greg or, or are we no. just guessing? Well, okay. I'm uh, I'm so so the uh, the guy that the youth that Gary meets in the toilet, uh, judging from his the pictures in his IMDb page. Oh, okay. He strongly resembles the guy that's at the urinal. The guy that's playing Greg. Okay, cool. Greg. All right, so this must be Greg then. Um, yeah. So this scene in particular, uh in the in the bathroom is um very reminiscent to the uh uh the the scene at the urinal in that episode of space the one with the um uh the uh finger gun sequence the, yeah the, yeah the, the, the episode yeah the episode where um Oh, Tim and Daisy. Shit. Yeah, Tim and Daisy like go out on the town and and Tim try like tells a joke to a guy to your a young guy to urinal and the young guy like flips out on him. Um man that's zero that has to have happened to Edgar Wright. Yeah, I think it must have, right? I, I think he even talks about it in in the commentary um, okay, at one okay. point that 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 was a thing that it's based on something that happened to him. Um it, but it might be something that happened to uh, Simon Pegg. I'm not sure right. which is which, which one it happened to, uh, but it probably happened to one of them. Um, actually, point? I would lean toward Simon Pegg since it happened in Spaced and Edgar Wright didn't write Spaced. Right, that's true. Yeah, so, yeah, so I would. I, point, I, I think it must have happened to Simon Pegg at, at one point. You know, 23, 24 year old Simon Pegg tried reaching out to a, a, a kid at a urinal. Yeah, and it didn't work. It did. Didn't pan out. Didn't didn't go well. <laughs> don't reach out to others at urinals. Everyone. Yeah, just don't your, do it. Keep your hands to yourself. Yeah, now more than ever. But even back then, like, sorry, Simon Pegg, but like, yeah. that's, that's that's not a weird social thing time. to do. No, 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 it's not. I I actually actively hate people who consider it social time. Um, my current boss, uh, if I'm in the bathroom, will come into the bathroom to use the bathroom as well, and will just talk to me the whole time. Yeah. Um, about like work or whatever mm. is going on. <laughs> and it's just like, no, okay. <laughs> like I will, I will, I will allow it that maybe that means that I have pent up stuff. Maybe, uh-huh. Uh-huh. but I'm cool. That's cool. on the mountain of shit that I have to work through about myself. That's at the bottom of the list. Uh huh. Yeah. Being comfortable with people talking to me in the bathroom. Yeah. No, that's, um, that's private time, I think. Yeah, it's uh, private it's, time. It's it's it's, it's not chit chat time. Yeah, and you know, like, oh man. Well, so first, I just want to get into. I I fucking really love the moment where he slips over the piss on the ground, Gary. Yes, and he's about to punch the exact same spot in the wall that he punched in 1990. Yeah, it's 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 a perfect moment, and to me, it. Going back to our conversation yesterday I, about Gary not being as free as he thinks that he is. Yeah. He is caught in a loop. He is, a, he right. is still making the same mistakes 
caught in the same emotions and the same traps that he was getting caught up in in 1990. Yep. And is yep. that not a kind of prison in of itself? Right. Yeah. Being being stuck on a on a on a track. Mhm. Um and and he's and he's putting himself on the track. Like he's the one who is trying to recreate every moment of this night. Yeah. He's his own. Yeah, he's 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 the warden of his own prison. Yeah, and it's um, like there's that beautiful moment when he's talking to the hoodie or the youth, where he's like, I don't even remember why. He seemed important <laughs> at the time, right? You know, I don't know why. Punch the shit out of that wall. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. That's 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 a that's a that's a world's end secret quote I do all the time. Is the <laughs> yeah. I don't know why. I don't know why. Uh, there's something about his. <laughs> I don't know why. He's still, he's still like vaguely kind of trying to, I don't know, like entertain or press or charm this kid. Mm-hmm. Cause it's, I think there's a part of him that it's like, oh, if I can make this kid laugh or charm this kid, then I'm still, there's still a link to my past that I have. Right. A right. Link to being young and virile and adolescent. Yeah. Right. You're right. Yeah. Um, I really love this scene a lot. It's great. Yeah. Uh, I think it's, I think it's also interesting because it's interesting from the perspective of the blanks as well, because I don't know what the blank is trying to accomplish here. Not speaking to him. Yeah. Is it kind of like a, uh, a video game NPC thing where it's like, well, I don't have any way to react to that. So I'm not going to. Yeah. Cause it's, I, the, cause the, cause the youths are interesting because where did they come from? Are they're not, I mean, I think we talked about this a little bit when we were first introduced to them um, mm-hmm. in the, the walking montage. Yes. But uh, you know, where, where do they come from? Who are their parents? Do they have parents? Is there yeah, like, so like, like when how long ago did, did did the networking happen? It happened in right. 1990. Yeah, I mean that's when they arrived at least. That's that's mm-hmm. the beginning of uh invasion of the body snatchers, you know. Mm-hmm. Um I think it's evolved over time, but the 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 thing that I'm saying is like like where is the reason that he's not speaking is because he's just like you said he's just an NPC he's just a uh, a Newton Haven accoutrement like he's not <laughs> he's not a real person because he was never a real person he's not based on anyone he's just a blank right there's no yeah because like uh, uh, the, the the policeman or the publicans or Jane Deacon. They have the outline or the bully, Peter's bully. They have the outline and the memory of what they were before to draw and to draw, not inspiration, but draw reference from. Right. So is any child born through blank on blank conception? Are they just blank? Are they just blank because they don't have, these were never real kids. These aren't, these aren't. A group of teenagers weren't brought into the meat grinder and turned into blanks. Right. They're just – they were just grown as blanks. Um, that, that's the only thing that makes sense because otherwise they would have been in high school in 1990 and there's a chance that Gary could recognize any of them. Right. Exactly. So so yeah. So like what – is that the reason why he's not talking is because he doesn't – he is nothing. He doesn't yeah. have an opinion on what – He's talking. He's just on rails the way that Gary is emotionally on rails. <laughs> it's sort he's of, literally on rails. It's funny. It's kind of like he. They actually are what older people think of when they think of adolescence, which is they're just zombies on their phones with no emotions, right? Like scary ghouls that like don't care and have you know they're just waiting for clockwork orange, yeah, right. Everything I've ever been terrified of. <laughs> your, your worst nightmare made real. <laughs> My worst nightmare made real is this kid. They can't. Um, they can't be like emotionally like. Hey, you. You watched. Uh, you. 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 You watched Full House too, right? 
Um, no. So then uh, at the beginning of this, at the top of the scene before the blank uh, enters, before before Greg shows up, Gary is just staring at his, his reflection in the mirror. Yes. And he looks angry. Mm-hmm. And is he angry? What What do you think he's actually angry about? Because I think it's that he failed to keep it all together. Sure. That like, you know, he had a mission and he's failed the mission and now he's going to have to continue it on his own. And But he's desperate to not do that, which is why he's going to invite this kid out on his mission with him. Oh, wow. I never thought about that. Like, is, is he, is he reaching out to this person as like a, well, maybe you'll understand me. Right. Yeah. Like, okay. The, the, the grownups don't get me, but like the kids will. Yeah. You know, I just watched, uh, I just watched this movie called laggies, uh, and the kind of the, the act one to kind of push into the, the, the plot of that movie is Kira Knightley plays this woman having a quarter life crisis. Like she's 28, 29. Uh huh. And she finds herself growing emotionally distant from her. She's basically she had she has the same friend group that she had ten years ago. Mm-hmm. Her high school. She didn't have. She didn't put new people into her life in her twenties. She she just stayed friends with the people that she was friends with when she was seventeen. And now those friends are all getting married and having careers, and she's starting to feel distant from them because she's not on their trajectory. Uh-huh. So she uh uh Chloe Moretz and Caitlin Dever and some male actors uh ask Kira Knightley to buy them alcohol and she ends up vibing with them more than she did with her friends at the wedding because emotionally she's still more in touch with these teenagers. She basically Kira Knightley has the night that Gary King wishes he could have. Because, yeah, so so it sounds yeah. to me like laggies would make a great double feature with the world's end, especially considering it would be a it would be like a um uh 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 like a like an opposite. It's like it's like, oh, you get all your masculine energy in the world's end, and then it's all the feminine energy in laggies. Yeah, definitely. Cause it's it's uh you know, like Gary King, Karen Knightley in that movie is it's she you know, she's a bit less you know, she she has like a significant other uh-huh. and she lives with that significant other. So she has a bit more tethered to reality, tethered to the world. But yeah, but she finds herself like, Oh, like, what am I doing? Is this what my life is? I yeah. don't even like these people that I'm with anymore. My friends, you know, what is, uh, what is, what is, uh, laggies available on? Did you like rent it on Amazon or something? I watched it on Netflix. Oh, it's on Netflix. Yeah. Okay, nice. Yeah, I just I was just looking it up and uh it came out on my birthday in 2014. Really? Yeah, it's released released May 9th, 2014. Oof. Yeah. That's not a summer movie, people. <laughs> Sometimes that happens with small movies though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're like, eh, um, they're like Was waiting. it even released in theaters? Maybe that was the uh VOD release date. That's true. I remember seeing trailers of it at the movies. Oh, okay. Because remember I texted you once because the trailers use a trailer song that we liked as a trailer song. And we're like, oh, they fucking used it. Fucking laggies. <laughs> Fuck laggies. I'm not going to watch it for five years. <laughs> what song was it? Um, You Crossed My Mind. You Crossed My Mind. By Man, 20- now I don't even remember what song that is. Right. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why. But yeah. It's trippy watching that Punch movie. the shit out of laggies. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, yeah, and seemed um, important at the time. Seemed important at the time. Is it? Is it just? It, oh, is it? No, you you crossed my mind. But like Twin Forks, I think Twin. Forks. Oh, that one. Yes. That yeah. That song. That's just crossed my mind. Cross um, my mind. By Twin Forks. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. How, yeah. How now you, I remember. Now I remember this pissing me off too. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming back to you. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. I, I, I'm going to watch this movie though now. You um, know, talking, you know, we, we were talking about, I can't remember if this was on mic or off mic. But yeah, it was off mic. We were talking about how, how actors, particularly like women, how some of them age differently. And in that movie, Caitlin Dever plays a high schooler um, just like she will in five years time in book smart, but it's like the complete opposite high schoolers. And it was a really fun, like watching like, Oh, she's just a fucking good actor. Oh, that's, that's awesome. She's um, like the anti of her character in, in book smart. Yeah. 
Yeah, I w- I'll definitely have to watch it because um, uh, Bethany uh, loves her because of uh, Justified. Oh, hell yeah. That was when I was like, who is that? Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, it was like, uh, yeah, her role in Justified, like as Loretta, like she's basically like, I mean, it's like the equivalent of like, uh, like, uh, whoa, like who, who, who is that when you see, um, um, oh man, that Coen Brothers Western. Oh yeah. Haley Steinfeld. Yeah. Haley Steinfeld in, uh, whatever that, what was that movie called? True Grit. Yeah. When you see True Grit and you're like, oh my God, who's, who's Haley Steinfeld? Yeah. Yeah, It's like bigger than a corn nugget. Yeah. It was, yeah, it was, uh, it was, it was, uh, I'm going to be watching this actor for the rest of my life. Yeah, for, for sure. Absolutely. Um, especially after you see, when you see Haley Steinfeld in that, and then you see her in pitch perfect and you're like, wait, that's the same person. Holy that's shit. when you knew, that's when you knew that she was like an incredible actress. Like, oh, she can do that too. Yeah. Yeah. Great. For sure. Or for sure. Yeah. But yeah, but um, there's this, yeah, but like, I'm, I'm just now thinking like, yeah, it kind of is like, that is what Gary wishes would happen is that he would emotionally connect to this youth and like, oh, you want to, um, you know, me and the lads are planning on, you know, just smoking a big fat blunt. <laughs> yeah yeah i'm still, yeah still young yeah oh, granted tw- 28 45 different right right different states uh, um but you know uh midlife crisis versus a, a quarter life crisis i mean it's the same kind of crisis you know same thing yeah you're yeah. just like oh shit i'm about I'm, i know i'm about to enter a new phase and that's freaking me out yeah i think i I think I skipped over my quarter life crisis because I was in college during during it. And so because yeah. I went to college late because I didn't go to college until I was 26 yeah. um, because of um, parents who – w- par- well, no, it wasn't that. It was that parent, my parents wouldn't co-sign any loans. Um, right. So I didn't – I just didn't get to go uh, until I could do it all on my own. Um, which yeah. isn't until you're 25. So yeah. uh, because I was in college at, at 26, it was sort of like – I was living my quarter life crisis. And so I didn't have to experience one, you know, because I was just surrounded by people who were like way younger than me. Right. Um, So you were sort of in their mindset and kind of empathizing with those people. Well, it wasn't so much that it was more of just me being very aware of how old I was and not wanting to look like the people who I saw that were older than even me who were mm. in college and who were acting younger than some of the young people I knew. Like it was just me being very self-aware and aware of right. like what was yeah. happening and who people thought were like lame and bad. And so I was like, you know, I think I'll just be myself. And I think it also helped that most people didn't believe me when I told them how old I was. Like they all thought I was college age. Oh, that's um, cool. And it wasn't until like I would like have to like pull out my driver's license and prove to them that I was older. Yeah, look, I'm I'm 28, and they're like Jesus. Like I remember when I told, (laughs) I remember I was in a class one day and somebody was like, uh, they're like they're like oh like I was it was like um I don't know if it was like right before finals week or something like that, but it was like I was about to turn 30. And somebody, what was it? Oh, it was when that's what it was. It wasn't actually in college. It was um. It was uh, 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 I went to Chicago for my 30th birthday and somebody we were like like one of uh, well, like a friend of a friend like she she had friends that were in Chicago and so she wanted to see them while we were up there for my birthday. Um, okay. And so we went over there and they're like she was like, oh, yeah, we're up here because it's Scott's birthday. And they're like, oh, it's your birthday. How old are you? And I said I was like, oh, 30. And without without batting an eye, without even thinking twice about what they were saying, one of them just went, Jesus. Like, just... (laughs) (laughs) And and my response was to burst out laughing at their response, and then they felt really bad, and I was like, no, 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 it's fine. I would have the same reaction to the fact that I'm 30. It's fine. (laughs) But, like... I I don't know. It's, it's I don't know if it's just that I'm like too self aware to have like one of those like age crises or or what. But like I just I I found people's reaction to how old I actually was like really funny. I don't know. That, I think people have different relationships with the process of aging. Yeah, like I've because like I think about some people because some people that I know look at aging, and I think this is 
a lot healthier, I guess, is as like a badge of honor. Mm-hmm. Like maybe they came from a a, 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 a a different financial or or life situation where shit's a bit more dangerous, and it's kind it's a badge of honor to be like, fuck yeah, I'm 35. Could, <laughs> yeah, couldn't couldn't kill me, motherfucker. I'm still here. You know, yeah. I'm 40. I'm 50. I'm still rolling. I'm still going. Whereas people who have had kind of the more I don't even like using the word traditional, but you know, the kind of, Oh yeah, your childhood is safe and carefree and happy. And then adulthood is scary. Right. So it's like, Oh man, I, I miss being 19. I miss being 17 because that was when I went to parties and had food given to me and I was safe. Right. I had stuff paid for me and I didn't have to worry about stuff. Whereas, and I say this with all the respect in the world, I don't think, you really had a lot of that. No, where, I did stuff. Not a lot was handed to you. Not a lot was given to you. So you don't, when you, when I, you know, when you look back and you remember 1920, you're like, Oh man, that was when I had to bust my ass. 19. I'm not that old. No, 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 no. I mean, 19 comma 20, like age. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, back in the twenties when you were growing up. <laughs> In West Egg. Uh, yeah, you know, during the, the during the Depression, yeah, things didn't go so well for me. You know, the, the I, remember, I remember Black Tuesday. <laughs> you looked up from your typewriter on Wall Street and everyone was like, oh, <laughs> Scott, what's uh, happening? <laughs> this wasn't the uh, life promised to us after the war. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think, I think that's definitely part of it is that I don't look fondly on my youth. So, so, uh, because I don't look fondly on it, I don't feel like I'm missing anything growing older. I just feel like things just, I feel like every year is better than the previous year so far I think that's in my awesome. life. Yeah. And I think ironically that is leading to you appearing or seeming more youthful mm. because you're just now getting to the good stuff in your life. Right. We were like, right. well, why would I want to go back? I didn't have blank. I didn't, I wasn't with blank. I, you know, you're, you're, yeah. you're now kind of just now starting to see the benefit of all of your years of, of toil and work. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. That's definitely true. Um, what about you though? Like, how do you view getting older? How's that, how's that affecting you? Cause I know you do look finally on, um, you know, high school and and like your friend groups then and like the way the world worked then i mean i literally knew you then so yeah well i think a lot of it i i I kind of i i I find myself relating to gary a lot because it's like i mean honestly you know to to bring it back to laggies i was watching it last night and there's this scene where kira knightley goes to a high school party Mm -hmm. and it's it's shot pretty realistically because i was like oh right these sucked (laughs) <laughs> like oh yeah like it kind of sucked and uh yeah and like you know I'm, I'm i've been i've been living by myself so i sort of have a lot of time to be in my own feelings and be in my own head and i can i can make the mistake of looking back at the past with rose-colored glasses and to, you know to quote andy you know remember the friday nights and not the monday mornings mm-hmm and I can be like, oh, yeah, I remember that night when we all just smoked weed and listened to Jesus from front to back. That was a fucking great night. Man, 2013 was great. 2013 was the best. But then what I don't remember is like the the self-loathing and the uh, the discomfort I felt with being in my own skin. And mm-hmm. the uh, the uh, I think I think the process of getting older for me has been slowly taking taking off the armor mm-hmm. and having the bravery to be an unguarded self at all times mm-hmm. and not just around you and the people that are closest to me. Mm-hmm. And I'm really grateful for it because I'm like, wow, I don't know. I'm really grateful for... I think of my life as taking the long way around Uh huh. in that like, I'm not already doing what I want to do when I was 21 or 19, but I'm like, Oh, that dude wouldn't have lasted. That dude wouldn't have made it, you know? 
Yeah. I'm only just now starting to become the person who is able to do the stuff that I want to do and live the life that I want. So yeah, I, was, I remember talking to my, my ex at the time, to be honest. And, uh, and we were like, we both kind of got to the point where we settled on like, oh, I think we just missed the time. Uh-huh. We're like, oh, it was better in 2013 because we were further away from death. <laughs> you right. know, it's like, oh, it was better when we were younger because we had more time left. But really, if I'm if I'm honest with myself, a lot of that time when I was younger was spent like just worrying about bullshit. Sure. And fighting a lot of my own ghosts. Sure. And now I'm like, oh, cool. Yeah, I'm 28. But I'm also like, I kind of feel like, I kind of feel like you a lot of the ways where I'm like, I'm just getting started. Yeah. And not to judge, never to judge and never to like look down on other people. But sometimes I can look at other people in my sphere or in my life and I can like, oh, fuck, are you, are you kind of, are you, are you winding down already? Right. Sure. Yeah. Like, oh, is it? Because I feel like I'm just getting going. Yeah. 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 I think maybe that is part of it too, is that like. If you never wind down, you don't have time to think about what you like might miss or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. like it's like if, if you're, if you're every year you're winding up more and more and more and you're never winding down, right? Like I'm not, I'm not, you know, I'm not, I don't, I don't, I'm, I'm not like a family guy. I don't have like uh, a job that I'm probably going to be in forever. Like the, it, it's not, that's not where I'm at. And so, or at least I don't feel that way. And so maybe that's, that's part that's of it. True. Maybe it's just like the fact that, you know, I feel like there's, I'm, I'm, I have more to look forward to. And that's maybe that's the trick is like yeah. feeling like you have more forward going for you than back. Like your golden years haven't happened yet. Yeah. Right. Right. That's kind of how I feel is like, yeah. I'm, I'm proud of moments and accomplishments that I've had in my youth, but I'm not like, Oh, where's, you know, kind of like, uh, like Gary, they're like, Oh God, I was so cute. Right. <laughs> I'm not like, Oh yeah. 18 year old Nick. That was the, that dude was a fucking badass. <laughs> you know? right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Whoa. That dude was scared shitless about everything. <laughs> right. Yeah. But yeah. We'll see. When I think about when I think about um high school Nick, uh I don't feel like I feel like your your the the change in your character has been so incremental that it's I haven't like you know, I think if I if I talk to like high school Nick again, I'd be like, "Oh wow, he is a lot different." But like it's been so incremental for me that I don't I don't see the difference, you right. know? Yeah. Um definitely. it still it still feels like it would be you, but then at the same time I also feel like high school Nick was like Elijah Wood in the faculty. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Just like constantly like running from things oh, and just wanting to be left alone and to work for the newspaper. <laughs> just let me be in my fucking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I kind of, I, I kind of feel the same way talking to you where like, um, you know, cause sometimes I'll listen to your other shows, uh, like, you know, like theme park this or, or Spider-Man minute, because like, that's how I kind of met you was by listening to you being on podcast. Sure. And, um, or, you know, at least, you know, was introduced to your voice and in a good way, I'm like, wow, it's really cool that your enthusiasm, your hunger, your thirst for stuff is sort of has not dwindled or thinned with age. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, six, you were like, oh, hell yeah. This comic that I'm reading, this book that I'm reading, this movie that's about to come out or, you know, to get into life stuff, you know, like, oh, yeah, this thing that I'm working on is that hasn't gone away. If anything, it's just kind of it's it, it sharpened like you've sharpened. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's true. I think um, I yeah, I think I mean, I think the thing the thing with with you know, Oh six Scott and, and, you know, basically everything from like, you know, uh, Oh three to, uh, uh, 2011 Scott, like that, that yeah. period though, those like seven or eight years, um, it was just like someone who was spinning their wheels and just existing, 
knowing sure. that that they couldn't really move forward beyond the life that they had right then and there um because the next step required college and I couldn't go to college and so yeah. so it was just like so yeah I mean that that's really like all I had was movies and books and you know podcasts and comics and all of that stuff like that's kind of all i had and it wasn't until i got to college that i could see like a path you know for the first time so when you really when i i really from a distance started seeing you like make stuff and work on stuff and you know you know making those first few short films yeah and creating uh a network with a lowercase n yeah of people that, you, that you're still talking with today, some of them. Yeah. Yeah, and that's true. It was really cool watching watching you really make those connections with people. Yeah. And be around people who I think really appreciated you and saw you for who you were as like a good friend and a good person to be around. Yeah. Yeah. That still took more learning, though. Um, Definitely. <laughs> I still made some poor choices in that department for a little while. Sure, Definitely. Um, but I think we all do sometimes. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a learning process. And that's another, that's another thing is like, I, I feel really grateful because unlike the, uh, unlike some of the characters in this film, I really feel like some of the most meaningful friendships of my life are pretty recent. Yeah. And like, I'm, I mean, I'm very, I'm very, very lucky and blessed that I've, you know, since the quarantine, I've been reaching out to people. Uh-huh like friendships that I've had in high school, people that I knew when I was a teenager. And I'm like, wow, like the, the four or five people that I still care about really still care about me. And that's pretty cool. Yeah. But it's, it's not like I'm still, there are a lot of people that kind of faded away, not in a negative or positive way that just kind of happened. Yeah. But I'm not like, wow, you know, like that, that thing we talked about with Stephen King, where like, you never make, you never meet friends better than when you are 11 years old. I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? Like, yeah, you do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's also like society is different. Um, Definitely. Yeah. Than it was when he was growing up. Uh, you know, he was, he was a kid in the fifties. It's a very different time. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, he wrote a book about it, um, about, the, about the differences. Um, and that was, and that was still 40 years ago. <laughs> oh my God. That's true. Um, so, uh, he's old, uh, Stephen King, very old. Um, still cooking though. What the fuck? Still cooking. Uh, I, yeah, I, 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 I think you're, I think you're probably right about all of that. Um, it's also, it's very, it is very strange that like, you know, like you were just talking about all of that and I was just like thinking about it and it was like, it was like, yeah, I talked about that guy who I was friends with in high school. I think I talked about that on my, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but the guy I was friends in high school who reached out and like apologized for like bailing on me in high school because I wasn't yeah, as cool yeah. as other people. Um, and, uh, and, and so like, yeah, but like, I wouldn't consider him like a friend anymore. He's more of like a guy I knew or at best an acquaintance at this yeah. point. Right. Um, an old friend, which is like different than like a real friend. if that makes sense. Um, I think I, I get what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so like, I think about it and it's like, oh yeah, like you, you are my oldest friend at this point. Like you're the friend I've yeah. had the longest at this point. Um, all the other ones I had before you, I'm not friends with anymore for one reason or another we grew apart or had a falling out or whatever um so yeah that's interesting yeah no it, it is for sure like uh the idea of an old friend versus a current friend yeah or, uh huh you know anyway. I was, or you know <laughs> it, or it's funny I, I wonder what being friends with people who were younger than you, how that did kind of like reorient you to be on the one hand you were hanging out with younger people, but on the other hand, it made you very much aware of your own age. Yeah. It made me, it made me aware of my own age, but it also made me more youthful mentally in terms of like, like I was never, I never, I was never in denial about how old I was. But my my hunger for, you know, 
staying out later or like going out and well, no, 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 not that. I was always an old man when it turned came to that stuff. Um, okay. but that was yeah. I was always like, I want to go to bed. Leave me alone. <laughs> um, no, it was more more just like about um about like uh you know that sort of like hunger that you have for um you know the next step. You know, yes. like I never I never felt like uh you know sort of resting on my haunches or whatever um yeah. whatever that terminal that term is i never i never wanted to do that because yeah i never wanted to do that because like all the people around me didn't want to do that because they hadn't been beaten down by by time and failure yet you <laughs> sure, know definitely. yeah um, you know. the way that like a lot of a lot of my uh you know people who i don't talk to anymore you know they they got a job as like a store manager somewhere uh, got married, had kids, and they're still working as a store manager at the same place, you know? Yeah. And it's, and it's been, you know, 10, almost 15 years at this point. Yeah. And they're, they're and still doing like, the same thing. And that's, yeah. that's where I could have been if I hadn't, you know, gone back to college and been surrounded by young people who didn't feel that way anymore, like, or yeah. didn't feel that way yet. And that also had a similar passion for you, which at the time was like making stuff and, and yeah. doing stuff and being creative and telling stories right. where you're like, oh, I relate to these people more despite the age difference because I feel more in tune with them. Right, right. And yeah. like, you know, this person who I went to high school with, but now has, is leading such a different life and has such different expectations for their lives that I no longer, I don't think I can connect with you anymore. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I never, I never... I, I was always aware in, of my age enough that I never wanted to like go out with my young friends. Yeah, like like you my young friends were like, Oh, we're going to, we're going to go to the club or we're going to go. Like I would do it like maybe once a year, like, because <laughs> they would, they would finally just like wear me down and be like, you got to do please. And I'm all right, fine. I, I'll do it this time. And then I'll, I hate it. And then I never want to do it again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Not so right. so like there was a lot of a, a lot of that but like i always felt that way because i was like no you don't understand like i'm not your age i'm not gonna party i'm not gonna be what you want me to be out mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not gonna do the stuff that you want to do i'm not gonna want to be your wingman or whatever the hell you know yeah. so like you're all going out with a goal in mind you know, like either to like find a guy or find a girl or, or, you know, whatever, whatever yeah. it is. And I don't have that goal because like I have a steady girlfriend who I've had since then. Um, <laughs> and, uh, I have no interest in meeting anyone else and no interest in doing the stuff that you do when you're single, you know? Um, yeah. and so it's, it's, I was always, not that guy. I was never what Gary is trying to do in this bathroom. Like I was never that guy because I, I like, it's one thing to want to do creative stuff with younger people. It's yeah. another thing to want to like party with them. Yeah. Like John Hughes collaborated with Molly Ringwald. I don't know if he ever like went to studio 54 with Molly Ringwald. <laughs> right? Can you imagine? <laughs> I think you would hate it. Um, I think you would have hated it. He was a man uh, of the suburb, John Hughes. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Um, I think he died a f- taking a walk. I think he. I think he. I think he died doing what he loved. Really? I didn't know I think, that. I think he was like on a walk, and then he like had a heart attack. Wow. Um, <laughs> think about John Hughes' death, but but well, no, anyway, uh, to see him yeah. trying to connect with this kid. Yeah, yeah. So he's like trying to connect with him, but he's he doesn't. They don't have anything to connect over because they're not, you know, he's not actually trying to connect with him. He's just trying to uh, have an, yeah, to attach himself and, and have an excuse to not feel like a piece of shit for wanting to accomplish what he's trying to accomplish. You know, like it's hard, it's hard to (laughs) like imagine doing the golden mile solo. That's a that's a that, that's a death run. That's well, it's a death run, and it's just the saddest thing I've ever heard in my life. Like yeah, someone I, trying to do a pub crawl by themselves. Yeah, I went to twelve <laughs> pubs by myself and drank a pint at each one. At each one, and then at the end, I nodded and I stumbled back to my hotel. <laughs> I did it. I did it. <laughs> Good work, me. <laughs> Way to go, me. 
high five, self high five. <laughs> oh man, um, it's like yeah. uh, me and my uh, me and my buddy Hunter. We used to make a habit of. He's still with us, but <laughs> in, in, in the before times, he was would, a guest last season, wasn't he? He was, hell yeah, because he loved yeah. action movies. And they would be like, "Oh, we have to go see the shitty looking movie together mm-hmm. and just experience it." Like we saw, we saw Doolittle together. Oof, yeah, yeah, and that's just our vibe. Like we went to, that's how we've been rolling since you know, oh oh seven, yeah. And um, <laughs> so, so Scoob came out on on VOD. And we were like, we have to, we have to like, we have to like Google Hangout or Zoom or whatever and watch Scoob together. And, and he's like, Hey, like, you know, I need to wait a little bit, you know, for whatever reason. And I'm like, yeah, cool. Because like, but you know, the idea of doing it by myself is like, fuck depressing as hell. (laughs) Yeah. Of like, didn't even enter my mind of like watching Scoob alone. Right. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's no, it's no trolls world tour. No, that I, I happily experienced by myself. I, I, had, a, I had a grand old time. Uh, yeah. Watching, um, watching Poppy learn about the values of different cultures and genres. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, that's, that's, a, that's a Nick night. That's a Nick night. That's a night for Nick. <laughs> um, uh, me the irony of like, he's literally... <laughs> It's it's not because you know the whole thing of like oh like I can't understand the youth today and it's like yeah because he's literally a different thing he's a different species right right um which I like and there's a little bit more of that uh, in tomorrow's minute though um, before we before we wrap it up I do want to circle all the way back to the okay. very beginning of the minute because we didn't we didn't actually talk about uh, Gary's mom calling um yes and. I know that I think you you had the theory that Gary got like a pass to leave the yeah. hospital where mm-hmm. he's at. Um and I thought, well, yeah, I guess I guess that I guess that makes sense that he would you know be allowed to leave and be able to get a pass to leave, but I I'm second guessing that because I mean, I don't know, and I don't know how to look this up or how to like investigate this, but it, it seems to me that like if somebody's on suicide watch, they wouldn't be allowed to be where they couldn't be observed. Right. They couldn't get like a free pass to like go for the day. Right. And so I feel like he escaped and his mom is calling him because she's worried about him. Oh, I be- like that. Because he's gone. He's not at the hospital. And they found out that he's gone and they contacted her. And now she's trying to get a hold of him because the last time she couldn't get a hold of him, he tried to kill himself. Right. Yeah. That, 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 that's really clean. I like that. Yeah. That so, it's like her, her being like, Gary. Yeah. The hospital called. So I think this, uh, I, 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 that's, I, I think that's what's happening here is that she is calling to check on him and, um, making sure that he's okay. It's surprising though, that the conversation that she presumably has with Andy that we get like a little, a little hint at, um, oh, I can't wait. Yeah. uh, is, uh, is, is, uh, that she didn't mention that he was, that he broke out of a hospital. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, I guess Andy, it was just enough that it, she was alive and that pissed him off. Um, yeah, it was just like, that was, that was all he got out of that conversation. But, um, yeah. So I think, I think that's what's, I think that's what's going on there. Yeah. I think that's why she's calling. And then real um, quick before the other, the other youths come in, I want to give, uh, I want to give a shout out to Greg Townley who plays Greg. Oh, right. Yeah. Uh, Greg is a stunt performer. Okay. And, he has Who's a he done very stunt work for. He has a very impressive filmography. His first credit uh, was he stunt doubled for co-star of Laggies, Chloe Grace, Chloe Grace Moretz, and Kickass. Really? Yeah. Wow. Specifically credited as a stunt double for Chloe Grace Moretz and Kickass as Hit Girl. After that, he portrayed uh, number three and was a stunt performer in the film I Am Number Four. The mm. kind of 
failed uh, uh, YA adaptation starring Glee's Diana Agron and other people. Uh, yeah. And then he was in The World's End. After that, check out this run. He was a stunt performer for Sophia Butella in Kingsman The Secret Service. Okay, working with Matthew Vaughn again. Yes. Pan. Okay. In my opinion, the underrated Joe Wright, Peter Pan film where Hugh Jackman sings Nirvana as Captain Hook. Right, uh, yeah. The Huntsman, Winter's War, <laughs> the, the sequel with Chastain and Emily Blunt, which I haven't seen. Mm-hmm. Written by uh, written by Chernobyl's Craig Mazin. Whoa, I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. What, what, what a filmography, that guy. I know. Uh, <laughs> stunt performer for Beauty and the Beast. Stunt performer for King Arthur Legend of the Sword, which I also think is underrated. Mm-hmm. Stunt performer for Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. All of these shot in England. So, Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Uh, stunt performer for Wonder Woman. Uh-huh. Came back for Kingsman, The Golden Circle, the Matthew Vaughn hat trick. Okay. Uh, more recently, uh, entering the Marvel Universe, he stunt doubled for Tom Holland and Spider-Man Far From Home. Uh-huh. And he's stunt doubling for uh, Jared Leto in the upcoming blockbuster, Morbius. <laughs> That's weird. Him stunt doubling for for Tom makes a lot of sense. But for Jared Leto, I, I that that's baffling to me because they are not remotely shaped similarly at all. Yeah, I mean, he's I don't sort know. of stocky, and 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 uh, Jared Leto is uh, a little more. I mean, I know he he beefed up for Morbius. He's got it looks like he's he's a little larger than he normally is. But sure. even Certainly. still, I would never call him stocky. That's not his shape. Yeah, so that's interesting. It's interesting, very interesting. Yeah, Tom yeah. Holland. It's also it's it's also interesting that he he. Uh, has doubled for women so many times. Yeah, I was about um, to say, yeah, for 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 a uh, at the time, uh, uh, I think I think I think Chloe Grace Moretz was wasn't even a teenager at the time of Kick Kick Ass. I think she was yeah. only like or twelve. No, I think I think she was like thirteen or fourteen at that point. Okay, okay, I I think. Um, uh, going back to she was, she was like she was like twelve, I think in um, Let Me In or or like Five Hundred Days of Summer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Going back, God, she's to, so good in Five Hundred Days of Summer. Jesus, Another I one always of, forget that's her because it's so different from everything else she did after that. Because yeah. she mostly did. Yeah, it's like every time she just plays like a normal teenager, it always surprises me because oh, right. she's so good. Like, remember Neighbors Two? Yeah. Oh God, God she's so good in Neighbors Two. Neighbors Two, Beanie Feldstein, really good in Neighbors Two. Oh, that's right, she is in that. She gets Man. hit by that truck. Yeah. Wow. What else was she a normal teenager in? Uh, I mean, she's, laggies, she's, obviously. Yeah, she's but... a normal teen in laggies. Um, I don't know. I mean, miseducation of Cameron Post. She's sort of playing a normal teenager thrust into extraordinary, horrifying circumstances. Right, right. I feel like that's that's different. Um, yeah. Anyway. Yeah, you just you forget that she can play like normal humans sometimes. Um, it's a, it's been it's been a trip watching her age out of playing teenagers. Yeah, she's almost there, right? She's mm-hmm. like she's like just about at that point where she can be in a movie where it's like I work at a magazine or unlike like, um unlike um uh Caitlin Dever. Uh no, uh what is <laughs> what is I mean, yeah, I guess Caitlin Dever too, but um what is uh what is her name? Um Lucy Hale from no, from um uh, from Scott Pilgrim, the number four. Um, oh, um, uh, fucking Mae Whitman. Mae Whitman, yeah. Mae Whitman, who I'm fairly certain is playing a teenager still in um, – she's girl. in – yeah, she's in Valley Girl. She's playing a high schooler. <laughs> she's like – I think she's your she's, age, right? She's literally playing a, a, a mother in Good Girls and has been for like – they, they just got renewed for a fourth season. She's yeah. she, she's playing a mother in another show and a high schooler in a movie. <laughs> that's the range. Fuck. God, I don't I don't know if that's impressive or depressing. Like I can't right. um it's uh remember it's, when they it's, remember it's, it's depressive. Depressive. <laughs> depressive. It, she's a, it's a, it's depressing about the May Whitman is 31. It's impressive her range but depressive about like the industry. Yeah, yeah. Five Man. years ago, she was in the Duff. She was she was the Duff, right? Yeah, I know. That was, and I remember thinking like, "Ooh, she's a little old to be playing a high schooler still, isn't she?" Oh and God. now, five years later, she's doing it again. 
Have you so you haven't seen the Valley Girl remake yet? No, I heard that it was uh, kind of like pointless, and that it was a little. It was like embarrassed that it was a musical. Have you? Oh, that sucks. Have yeah, where where like it's it's like there's like people constantly like. Why are we singing? Yeah, right. That that shit. Yeah, that yeah. It's a lot of it's a lot of that shit. Apparently, have you seen so. the original one? Uh, no, I watched a trailer for it the other day when we watched the trailer for the remake. See, that's uh, what's stopping me from watching the remake is I feel like I want to see the original one first. Yeah, I agree with that for sure. Yeah. Um, it sucks, too, because I love the lead in, Val- in Valley Girl. All, yeah. Um, she's playing young Alicia Silverstone. Did you know that? No. Fuck. In, in, the, in the movie, because Alicia Silverstone is like the mom and she's telling the story of Valley Girl to her daughter. Legend of Valley Girl. The Legend of Valley Girl. And like she's it's her. Yeah. Um, which Once is weird because it's Alicia Silverstone who is not known as an eighties person. She's known uh, as a nineties person. She's, she's known as the nineties person. Yeah. Arguably. She's like the nineties girl, like the quintessential nineties girl. It's like Alicia Silverstone and Jennifer Love Hewitt are like the quintessential nineties girls. Yeah. Um, like, and so it's like weird that she's, yeah, it's weird that she's like being like, Oh yeah, I was in high school in the eighties. And it's like, we're no, you weren't. <laughs> weren't. You're Cher Horowitz. You're you're way too young to be a teenager in the eighties. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's it's a it's a little weird. Jessica uh, Rapp. Yeah. Stay paid. Anyway, she's great. Uh yeah, I yeah. I hope she gets to be in more things. Definitely. Uh, go watch, anyway. Go watch Happy Death Day and then go watch Happy Death Day to you, everybody. Yeah, they're both on Hulu. They're really fun. Um, or maybe they're HBO. I think they're both on HBO. I just have my HBO on my Hulu, so that's why I associate it with Hulu. It. Um, anyway, all right. Well, uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Yeah. And uh, go check out duelinggenre.com slash Amazon. Use that link to buy anything on Amazon, and it uh, helps us out. We uh, we get to use the money that Amazon sends us for sending you their way uh, on you know new equipment and uh, research uh, materials and things like that. So it's really helpful. We appreciate everyone who does that. That's duelinggenre.com slash Amazon. Just bookmark it, forget it's there. And just every time you click on it and shop it on Amazon, you'll be uh, tossing us a little money our way. It comes out of Amazon's pocket, not yours. So you just, you just click it and you forget that it's there. It's fine. Yeah. Um, that's duelinggenre.com slash Amazon. And we will be back tomorrow with minute 38. But for now, let's boot it.